say that I feel very weird and I thought maybe that this was going to be okay but I think I I think I might cry on stage which has never happened uh let's bring out my ho- my co-host Rio Butcher maybe that will help to give me strength Yay. do you feel like you're gonna maybe cry um I don't feel that way in this particular exact second of my life not right now no okay. but for most other seconds um, For most other seconds, <laughs> yes, I do feel like tears are a coming. That's true. You do cry all the time. I do. It's literally the only time I've ever been the one about to cry. Yeah, so shameful. It's a weird thing about it. You wouldn't think um, that by our haircuts, but uh, <laughs> I'm no, the crier. She is fucking waterworks all the time. That is she true. is just steely. I'm steely. Yep, she's steely. I'm steely. Steely um, Dan over here. I steely am. Cam. Ste- <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of doing okay. No, I'm not doing okay. And also, like, it's not... Yeah, yeah, we're I not think, doing okay. Nothing's okay. both keep saying that. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm fine. I think when your uh, responsive I'm fine takes 90 seconds, you're probably not fine. Yeah, yeah, Yes, this has been a terrible couple of days. I think we can just all agree that we're so happy to be here. Yeah, and thanks you guys for coming out tonight. And Thank you so show. much for coming out tonight and being really here. really appreciate it. And being community with us. This has been a terrible couple of days. Terrible. And terrible because this shouldn't happen? Yes. Because we shouldn't live in a country that allows guns? Like the AR-15 to be sold to human beings? Almost period? Almost period. Maybe there's one. I can't think of the guy or person, woman. I don't know who that is that needs that gun. I don't know that person. I don't know anybody that needs that that gun. I know zero people that need that gun. I have seen a lot of sci-fi and action movies. Still even seeing that. A lot of the best stuff. It's a knife to the throat. I don't know anybody (laughs) that needs that fucking gun. I don't know that anybody that needs that gun, and I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't, how are we sleeping on this? I know why we're sleeping on this. It's money, and it's terrible that we would trade money for our lives. Because it's not just for other people's lives, it's our own lives. We would trade money for our own lives. How do the people that fund the NRA know that they're safe? Oh, I forgot, they also have guns. And as you guys all know, guns actually can stop, do you guys know the best way to stop a bullet is to shoot a bullet? Yeah. <laughs> It's not to never have the bullet be fired, but it's to create a bullet force field using a bunch of bullets. Yep. If you can shoot them really fast, it's just... 
right in front of you like a shield. So yeah, we used to make, have shields. You guys know what we're talking about. I'm talking about a shield, but bend it. uh, it's just, yeah, you bend it like Beckham. That's what that movie's about. It's about bullets. It's um, by the NRA. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah, it's... We don't need to have those guns. Also, it's not like we don't restrict deadly objects. That is where I always come to with this. We act like we have no precedent in this country for restricting deadly objects. There is a sign in Griffith Park that says, Danger, golf course. True! I have seen that sign. I have seen that sign. Also... Also, let me follow up with this. Just because you have a driver's license and you're curious about what it would be like to fly a plane, yes, doesn't mean you get to try. No. Because we put restrictions and testing and licensing on deadly objects. How did you get the driver's license to begin with? You took a class and then you sat with an instructor and then you had to go all those cones and around them. And it was so annoying. You had to wait in a very long line. And there were a lot of pedals. Think about how difficult it is to get your driver's license. Yeah. I you can't walk desk, into a Walmart and get and driver's license. I Operation Ivy lyrics all over it. What? Huh? What? It doesn't matter. The Second Amendment. I mean, obviously, even people that even people in the NRA know they're being liars. Like everybody well, knows I that mean, that's a because the Second Amendment is like the ability to protect your. Uh, we understand that the that Constitution was, also, was not written when these guns existed. That also, was when it, it took thirty minutes to reload a gun. When we re- wrote the, <laughs> that's right. We'd be like, "Hey, get off my land!" Doof. Hang on. Just wait a second. Wait a second. I got a pouch. Stay back. I have Stay a back, pouch. I'm selling a it. Bitch. I have a pouch, but you watch out. Stay there. Knife to the throat every time. Do you see what I'm saying? It's always a knife to the throat. <laughs> She's still loading. It's my wife, Rhea Butcher, trained in improv. At the Second City in Chicago. It's kind of a premier place. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. But also remember, I'd have to be a man because women at the time of the Second Amendment weren't allowed to hold things. That's right. That's right. Or own things. Or own things. And the black people in this country were owned by other people. Right, yeah. Black people wouldn't be getting And Native American people were being murdered. So yeah, it's a totally logical... Law amendment yeah, that we have. It, it makes so much like sense. It's we so should evolve precious. with the world. It's not like I mean, we should it's, change it's like it maybe a, a little bit. being a person and having people be like, we haven't always had marriage equality. And you're like, sure, but like you know that like a person with like one kind of limp eyebrow used to be left on the side of the street to die. <laughs> yes. Like, you know that we have evolved in the way that we deal with things. Like, it's not always been the same. And Absolutely. we should kind of use our brains and current information, mm-hmm. and we should... Maybe change it a little. We like, should maybe use the information and make adjustments. Yeah, yeah. Maybe make uh, something called, like, um, an amendment. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's almost like we're wearing a suit that doesn't fit at all, and we forgot we are also a tailor. Yeah. <laughs> we can totally change that. It's very frustrating and upsetting because none of us should have to live like this. We should not have to live in this country like this. 
We should not have to feel this way. We should not have to read about this. We should not have, have it happen to us or have it happen to people that we know in cities that we love. We, it should, this should not even be a thing. But then also, if you're queer, if you're fucking, if you're gay, if you're fucking gay, which I always am when I'm fucking. <laughs> she always fucks gay, you guys. She fucks That's pretty gay. gay. Um, my point is... <laughs> We posted a picture of us. We're oh, we're married people. <laughs> yeah, by the way, we're married to each other. We're married to each other. With, this is the wife. This is my wife. That's my wife. Uh, we posted a picture, picture of us kissing because from our wedding day. Yes, our one of our because, wedding photos. Because for the Bean in Chicago, it feels very important classic. to stay proud and to remember. I mean, the, the, a gay club exists because I'm, I mean, I'm even clutching my. I don't even obviously gender non-conforming pearls. I don't wear them, but I'm clutching them. Um, non-binary pearls. I yeah, get it. I don't. But I thank you to the lady on this pearl. Side. I wear them as a the sort of an epaulet. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, the first gay, club, gl- gay clubs exist because we didn't used to be safe anywhere. Yeah, that's why gay neighborhoods exist too. The first, but that's why West Hollywood exists. That's what do you? I mean, you know that, right? It's like we used to have to go somewhere so that we wouldn't be murdered everywhere. So we just went to that place, and then we went to that club. That's why, I, I don't know if you've ever been in a bachelorette party, and you've been like, why, is, why am I feeling weird? Because I'm in a gay club, and I'm screaming. It's because, like, yo, like, straight up just for one time, this ain't for you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me, because I posted a picture of us kissing, and I mm-hmm. said, pride, always pride, always. And then somebody said, well... If I'm straight, well, can I be proud of myself? <laughs> and I was like, you little sweetie darling that is just a straight person so unsure that you're asking a, a random stranger on the internet. Like, is that how... What's going on with you straight people? You have fucking everything. You have everything. And you don't know if you can be proud? <laughs> you don't have one parade. Do you realize you have all of the other parades? Halloween. Have you ever All seen of a New St. Orleans. Patrick's Day parade? Very few gay leprechauns. And that's fucked up because there's rainbows all over that shit. Yeah. But my point is, like, I don't understand that. It's it, that, so that we were getting that reaction just a little yeah. bit. Then also somebody said... You also got a really specific this is, one. This is my favorite. Somebody wrote, <laughs> kind of Adam, and somebody wrote on a picture of us kissing, we are women. Somebody wrote, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Which is amazing, because they were like... (sighs) I mean, I cannot believe they didn't say Adam and Eve, not Madam and Eve. Come on! (laughs) Jesus Christ! Or I can't believe they didn't say a fucking nothing. Yeah, sure. Because it's none of their goddamn business. Also, like, Adam and Eve are mythical creatures who talk to a snake. Yeah. I don't, like, the, the whole, what? <laughs> we are real people. We exist. There is a picture of us. At least one. Adam and Eve, Eve was created from Adam's rib. And listen, yo, we can't make babies, but I know that's not where kids come from. <laughs> He might as well have been like, uh, well, girl with the dragon tattoo, so. 
He might as well have called us the F word, actually. That's what sure, I was yeah. thinking the whole time, which is a word that I don't ever say on stage, and sometimes comics say it on stage, and I think it's very cheap and also ridiculous. But um, I mean, especially right now, somebody did tweet at me because I've like tweeted that picture to the Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steven. Somebody, uh, another lesbian couple, tweeted back a picture where they had screen capped somebody calling them the F word. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, way to go. Just way to go. Just nothing to th- Just can't. <laughs> I don't use that word on stage because I don't uh, like to throw around words that are the last thing that people might hear when they're beat to death. Hey, yes. just casual. Just being casual with my political opinions. Um, also, speaking of which, that's another thing that's been thro- uh, thrown around the last couple of days. People telling me... did you Have you gotten this? People told you not to politicize this? Because oh, yeah. I said people mm-hmm. need to be... Okay, first of all, we, we need to vote, right? We understand that this is one way. We could raise our voices. We need to use our voices. And we need to use our votes. Like, those are the weapons that we have that I, I think are most effective. Because, because guns, even if you go and shoot up the place, um, you are going to get killed. That's how that ends. You don't even get to tell your story. You're nothing. You're meaningless. That's what's so upsetting about this. Like, that guy, first of all, I'm not even going to learn his fucking name because I don't care who the fuck he is. And that's where I'm at with this. I do not read about these shooters. Like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care why you did this. I don't care because it's all the same. It's just hate. It's hate and it's fear. And it's also something, it's men. We need to be talking about this. It is men. It is men who are doing this. And here's the thing. Also, it is not testosterone. That is making this happen. Because that's another thing. If you say that it's men, well, it's unavoidable. There's two sides to it. People will say, how can you point out it's men? How can you make us so angry? And I say, well, maybe that's the anger issue we need to talk about to begin with. (laughs) Because it felt like I said a thing that was based on statistics and you were yelling at me. (laughs) So then maybe we need to talk about your level of anger. And also, like, then we need to do a better job taking care of our our men. Like, I, I am a... I think we need to do a better job taking care of our men and boys. If this is how scared you feel, if this is the only way you think you can communicate with the world, well, we need to be teaching you better ways of communicating. Absolutely. This is bullshit. This is not okay. This is not the way to be a person. So you need better skills, and we, and we need to be talking to men about that. I mean, I feel like we should be letting uh, little boys play with Barbies and Polly Pockets as opposed to AR-15. <laughs> I well, think like, there's a problem in this country yes. if you look at a boy and like you think that is a terrible thing that he's playing with a doll and then he picks up a gun and that's great. Right. Like, or that's crying. A, yeah. That's yeah. A or fundamental when, problem. When boys are crying or when boys are... Or men. How about when men? How about when men have a male friend and they like that friend and they go to the movies together and they're friends with each other and no one thinks that if they sit next to each other in a movie that they deliberately went to see together and they sit next to each other, that that is automatically butt sex. Because <laughs> if you don't a little bit think that we think you're having butt sex if you sit next to each other at a movie, then why are you sitting one seat away from each other at a movie? She's talking about gay seat. I'm talking guys. about the gay seat. You guys know about the gay seat? When two guys go to a movie theater and instead of sitting next to each other, they go, whoop. <laughs> game. It was a dad and a son. A dad and a son. A dad he sat and a down son. and was like, 
Oh boy. Came to a baseball seat that- game together. This was this was on Friday night. We went to a baseball game. The two dudes that sat next to each other were like, ha, ha, we have the same face. We are clearly a dad and a son. We are gonna sit one seat away from each Nothing other. Nothing gay. Because we don't want you lesbians to think we are an in- an, an incest couple <laughs> that's having public butt sex at this baseball game. By sitting closely. And I'm like, sirs. Relax and enjoy yourselves. Like, God damn it. You I've know you can't a... share a helmet full of nachos when you're sitting that far apart. It's, it's difficult. It requires work. I've seen men do gay seats in, like, the rotating uh, doors at the airport and just wait for the door to go by, like, eight times. Like, well, there's a man in there, so I can't go in that door. I got to wait for a Ooh. woman to kind of clear this wanna... out. Yeah, then I'll, then I'll get on in there with that woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's a woman, I'll get. I'll crowd on in there. How you doing? How you doing? Why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you talking to me? You should smile more. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's fucking true. Dudes should smile more. Dudes should fucking smile more. You should smile more. What is going on with you? You should smile more. Like all you guys are doing right now. You should tell each other to do that. What is going on? And especially like I'm a I'm a tiny woman and I'm screaming at you about this. But why are you screaming at each other about this? Like you you're you're men. You value men's opinion more than anything. Trust me, I've been on the internet. I fucking know that's true. So given that I'm automatically lesser in this conversation, fucking talk to each other. And you know why you should? Because not only are most murders committed by men, but 75% of the people that are killed are men. You're not talking to each other, and so you're fucking killing yourselves. Like, we're actually usually generally fine, except for the raping. You can laugh. It's true. I just think like, oh God, terrible. We need to talk about that. We need to talk to men about that. Also, I know that you can do better. I know that men can do better because even though most murders are committed by men, most mass murders are men. Most, mass, most people committing mass shooter, shootings are men. Most men don't do that. So, you're a majority of that thing, but that's still a a minority of you. So I have hope, because you're not all this. You can talk to each other, talk each other out of this. You could maybe occasionally listen to us. We're generally right about shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing, like, any of this. I don't mean to, like, put all the blame on you, but, like, for real, what the fuck? All we're doing is making more babies for you to fucking kill. That's true. That's true. Which is why women should also demand to be treated better. The thing I keep thinking about... Yes? Is that the people on Saturday... All they were doing was having a good time. And all they were doing was dancing. And that was too much for somebody. Yes. Right. And I just think if we spent a lot more time dancing and we spent a lot more time having a good time with each other, things would be a lot better. And this is Pride Month. And even if you're not gay, if you're a straight person. First of all, what's that like? It's weird. (laughs) I don't understand your life. 
you get all the jobs. <laughs> you probably don't get your haircut made fun of on the internet. <laughs> Is your haircut being made fun of on the internet? This well, week? recently. I mean, my favorite thing is when I get trolled by people and they're like, <laughs> you think you're a man, which is my favorite thing for a man to make fun of me for looking like a man because he just made fun of me for being him. Yeah. So, good job, dude. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Just, my, I, I, I just think, I don't know. Like, I am from a very, it's not a small town. It's a city. But it is a very small city. I'm from Akron, Ohio. And I know there's some people from Akron here. I fucking love that place. And thank you, LeBron James, for winning a goddamn basketball game last night. Because I really needed it. And fuck you, Golden State. (laughs) Sorry. I know I'm in California, but we need it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, the first... Just just let me have this. Just let me have just this two seconds. My whole point is that I'm from a small city. And one of the first places that I felt like truly free was at a bar that I would go dance at. <laughs> was at gay bars in that small ass town. And one of those bars had like a closed circuit television and you had to like wave at the camera, and show your hands, show who you were to that camera so you could come in and they didn't think you were gonna hurt anybody. So this is not new and it's been happening to us since we've existed. But this is what pride means. It means to be proud of who you are because there's always somebody that doesn't want you to exist. But we do, with joy and happiness and pride. And if you are straight and you care about people in your life who are queer, bisexual, transgender, gay, lesbian, whatever it is, have pride with them, have pride for them. That's what I ask of you guys tonight. Wow, Ria, that was very beautiful. We are going to have a comedy show. It is going to be so funny. We're going to have jokes. I do feel like I just want to say one final thing. The one final thing is that I just would also say, uh, I think we need to really think about the way that we talk about this person, this shooter whose name I'm not going to learn. uh, Because there are Muslim Americans. In fact, he was one of them. There's also uh, there queer are Muslim queer Americans. Muslim Americans. And there are also, you know, I am from a faith, I, I was raised Catholic, my own faith that I grew up in thinks I shouldn't exist. So there's nothing about this person and the faith that he's from and some people in that faith thinking people like me shouldn't exist that makes that faith any different than most Christian sects, than the and Catholicism and they own like a shit ton of colleges and property and schools. They teach little kids how to live their lives. We live in a country where we allow a faith that doesn't believe gay people are okay mentally to teach children. So we need to just keep that in mind as we are on the internet and also in the world with Muslim Americans over the next couple of months. Not let liars tell us how to feel about entire groups of people. It's uh, one person at a time and everything that they have in common with each other is just hate. So that's the through line. Fuck those haters, I believe, (laughs) is the saying. (laughs) You guys, are you ready for a comedy show? (laughs) 
I mean, I can tell a quick joke if you want me to. No, I think we should just go because okay. it's been, we've been out here talking for 28 minutes about how important this is. And I think these people sure. are all like, it's also hilarious because I also know like everybody here is just like, we can agree more. <laughs> you know, like just like exhausted with their levels of agreement. But I know <laughs> that you also came here because you probably knew or thought we were going to talk about this. So there is like catharsis happening as we all unite and agree with each other. And to you, and tourists, this one, yeah, you're to welcome. The, the, <laughs> thank you for That's being true. here. To the and three or four tonight. To the three or four Trump supporters <laughs> who are lost and <laughs> feel pretty confused. Uh, welcome. You can stay on this side of things. But guys, the wonderful thing about this is that I know every, all the comics on the show tonight, yes. and I knew we were going to come out here and kind of like emote all over the stage. And I also know that it's going to be wonderful and, and great and, and actually an okay way of setting up the rest of the comics here because I trust them all, I love them all, and they're mm-hmm. good friends of ours. So I know that they are feeling what we are feeling. So we have just just really let all of the air uh, that we're feeling out of the room. And now you guys just get to laugh with the rest of your nights. How does that sound? All right. <laughs> well, this first comic is hilarious. You guys are going to fucking love him. Uh, let's hear it right now for Sean Patton. Give it up for Sean. What you're working on. How are you, Sean? I'm, how are you, Cameron? I mean, right? all things yeah, considered. Yeah, I mean, life is a little weird right now, but that's, I think, just a thing. You know, it was interesting because I was, I was in London for three weeks. And I had so many conversations about the violence of America. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I just really feel like maybe there's a, a tide that's changing. And then just come back to like, the, like yeah. the worst, like the worst. You I know. know. Mm. Were you, um, were you at the Soho? Did I was. I, see that? I was. I was doing a couple nights Years at the Soho. Years ago, before I was like really even doing stand up, I went there just to see comedy uh, when I was in London. That place is really cool. Yeah, it's a machine. It's great. I like, I really like, I feel like more of us should go over there. They have amazing comedy over there. They absolutely do. And a lot of Brits come over here. But there is, they just really like, because traveling as an American, it's kind of, it's worrisome because we're so goddamn hated. Rightfully so, in a lot of cases. But they, like, specifically in the UK, they're smart enough to realize there's enough of us. Like, not monsters. And they want to hear what we have to say. And it's just interesting because, like, they don't. It's kind of funny because you're over there and you're hearing a lot of like false facts that these Brit- they just make up like Obama every speech he's had to do he's had to do from behind bulletproof glass. You're like, oh, no, that's not necessarily true. Wow. I mean, true, it's interesting because but- I I'm just realizing like I've traveled a, a lot yeah, you and travel. a lot overseas. Yeah. I mean, in, in my life, but not um, that recently. No. So I wonder. I like think. a lot. I, I wonder. If, I mean, I I feel like before I wasn't hearing that as much. Mm. But I mean, I was in Australia. When, stuff is oh yeah different these days. Very different. I mean, I was in Australia when Bin Laden got killed, mm-hmm. and I remember like people finding out I was American and then just being like, "What do you have to say about that?" And I was like, "Well, I didn't. Right. I, I don't know. I'm still processing it, and I'm a day and a half behind." Totally. But like. Yeah, I I, 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 want, I love the UK. I, I just, I feel like I want to, I go out there, that's kind of what I'm working on now. Like, I, I wrote an Edinburgh-style show, which is like, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not doing it this year, but I'm doing it next year, and I'm just kind of like going over there. I want to, I'm probably going to go every few months and just build up 
there. Oh, great. And I'm here. Are you going to go back to Soho, or do you think you're going to go to um, other places in the UK besides I'm London? Do, I'm going to do other places in the UK. Cause it's all, like, Scotland, so far, is one of my favorite places to perform. They're like, you know, you, you, everyone, we have this, like, image of Scottish people in our head. They're just fucking wasted and banging on things. But they're, they're, they're just a, they're just a <laughs> you know, they, you know what? Scotland, and I'm not just saying this because I know you enough, Scotland is like the Chicago. Oh, sure. Where it, where it has that reputation, but also the average intelligence of the, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I, that's how I feel about Chicago. It's, yes, it's a drinking wild <laughs> town. Party. But I feel like yeah. your average Chicagoan's pretty goddamn intelligent. That's why doing comedy there is so interesting because they're drunk and they're rowdy, but they're also smart. Yeah, they're thinking so that's you, true. You've got to hit so many notes at once. <laughs> and that's kind of the same thing with Scots. They're like, yeah, they drink and they're loud and they speak lightning fast, but they're smart. Well, you, now you're making me really want to book that tour over there. You there got you it, go. buddy. Yeah, Do it. done. Doing it. Happening. You bet. Sean Penn, you guys. He's just talking about white power, that's all. <laughs> the only time you're allowed to laugh at that. I'm gonna keep the show going, but I do wanna tell you guys about the last time that I went to, uh, I used to dance at this bar in Akron called Thursdays. It was my favorite place to go, and you didn't go to Thursdays on Thursday. Oh no, come on. You go to Thursdays on Friday. That's how you do that. So the next time you all are in Akron, Go to Thursdays on Friday, just letting you know. Uh, and so I used to go there, and I would just, like, dance it out. They used to, you know the, like, wonton soup cups that you, like, get soup, like, to-go pho or whatever in that are, like, this big? They sold beer in those <laughs> for five bucks. And you, you would get one, and it would have teeth marks around the rim. Because <laughs> they reused them. <laughs> And one time I was like, I'll have a Stella. And the guy was like, oh, it's six bucks. And I was like, I can afford it. <laughs> Akron prices. But then I went back, uh, like, I don't know, seven years after I'd been going there. I went back. I was like, oh, I got to go check it out again. So I went by myself because it was like a place you could go by yourself, which is an amazing place. If you can go somewhere by yourself, it's a great place, right? Because going by yourself to anything, is, it's a freeing, a freeing feeling. And so I went to this bar by myself. I start dancing on the dance floor. I'm like dancing. And this girl is, like, looking at me. I'm like, oh, still got it. <laughs> like, dancing, getting all into it. And then she, like, kind of dances over to me and, like, leans in. And I'm like, this is cool. And uh, she goes, are you okay? <laughs> I'm never gonna dance again. <laughs> all right, you guys ready to keep this show going? Because I sure am. Everybody on the show is so amazing. This guy is a friend of the show. We love it when he comes by. Please give a warm welcome to Moses Storm, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have an answer. So we all today. are. Um, what are you working on right now? Talk uh, to me about. I'm <clears throat> trying to work on a first late night set. Right Great. Now. So that's what I'm running tonight. Do you? And you don't even have to say what it is, but do you already have it booked somewhere and you know where it's going? Or are you just yeah. working right now so on the So the process? person is like, yes, we want you on the show. Yeah. Uh, we love four minutes of it, and late night sets are five. So right. it's about working on literally one minute mm -hmm. of the set. And how many times 
have you done this four minutes hoping to get that final? Uh, just minute? enough times to hate it. Where like today <laughs> about to go up and like, oh, and you hope that no one who has seen you in the past you, two weeks has, has is here. Are you thinking, is it a new closer or are you just putting new shit in the middle? Uh, it's, it's new shit up top. New, sh- new shit up top, yeah. They love the closing bit, I mean, which I'm like, okay, you're with. Like, I'm like, mm. I don't know what's what's I been wonder your if I, I was just looking at you and I was like, I wonder if I know your material enough to guess what what it is. is. So I'll go watch it and then yeah. I'll tell you what and or then not I thought know. it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, my experience is that I have been actually very lucky with late night sets. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how many I've done three, I guess, and for whatever reason, I was not overly patrolled. But I know that that is not the norm. Uh, I think it's like not not patrolled, but I just know like uh, it's, usually it's, it's, you do it's some amount of yeah curated or curated. like swapping I out. That. I I I mean I don't know. I just think I was there at right times uh, right time. career wise where I just like had the thing that they wanted. Right. But um, I'm glad that you're figuring that last bit out. I'm figuring out. That's what I was surprised about. I didn't know that they were so curated. I thought it was like oh yeah you really like this stuff, but there's been so much stuff where it's like specifically for our show this joke works, but it doesn't work for our show. Oh yeah. No, you're right. That's that is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't. I mean, I don't know. There's some places that I haven't got late night sets yet because I think, like for instance, Fallon wants tight jokes. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Cameron Esposito it's, perform. It's stories. But she, I'm closer to you. Yeah, she's stories. not as many tight jokes. Um, so yeah, it's just like trying to figure out what your next next thing is. Um, right. To fit that particular show. Well, anyway, listen. I can't wait to watch you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You looked really concerned. Did everything turn out okay with your phone? Oh, I was just turning on the airplane. You were turning on... Oh, my God. Most respectful audience member ever. You were just turning on airplane mode. Guys, fuck yeah. You know you can actually put your phone in airplane mode so that you're not terrible. (laughs) It is actually weird um, performing since... Like, it, it is weird starting performing before cell phones were a thing. I just called them cell phones. Do you understand how old I am? Uh, it's weird performing before and then afterwards. Because the strange thing is that people in the audience, it even sometimes happens here. Look at how small. Do you know I can see all of you? I can literally see all of you. Every single one of you. I can see all of you. You are wearing glasses. You're in the back row. And I can see that you wear glasses. But sometimes people forget that you're looking at them when you're performing for them. They think that you're a TV. (laughs) And so people will be on their phone, but they also know somewhere in their brain that that's rude. So instead of like putting their phone here, they'll put it here, which doesn't so much hide the fact that you're on your phone as light you from below like you're at a sleepover. And you're telling a very spooky story. I think those people think I'm up here just like, man, it's a very bright, bright crotch on this audience. Everyone in this audience, a bright crotch. How's your day going? Great. Yeah, what did you do today? I don't know what you're talking about, but you said it like I do, and thank you for thinking that of me. I'm in town for this expo. You know the one for gaming. No fucking clue. Is it... What is the name of it? It's called E3. E3! I w- 
Fuck me. I was going to guess that, that was the name of it. That's the name of... But I thought that was only in Chicago. It's everywhere? It tours? What are you talking about? Is it everywhere or does it move different cities? Well, okay. See, now who knows a lot about games. E3. What are the three E's? That guy. <laughs> he knew it. He knew it, actually. He knew it. He didn't know he knew it. Did you see him for a minute? <laughs> Electronic <laughs> Entertainment Expo. That's like one day I was sitting with Rhea, and we were watching... Oh, we were traveling, and we were watching QVC, and it was so entertaining. It was like, <laughs> like talk about entertainment. QVC. And I was like, QVC, huh? And Rhea goes, yeah. Quality, value, convenience. And I was like, you are kidding me! I thought it was two, three random letters. She was raised by grandparents, so she like kind of really understands a lot of shit like that. How are you doing? Yeah, what did you do today? What do you do for a living? I work in post-production. You work in post-production. Thank you for your service. <laughs> what are you editing right now? Uh, or working on, what are you doing for post-production? I'm working on a feature film. A feature film, great. How is it? Is it? Wait, you don't have to say which it is. And no, it's a podcast. No one even can have, most people can't even see your face. Is it good? Is it a good movie? Uh, When did you know it was bad? Like the second you got the footage? No, they did a review and it got a really low rating. <gasps> test audience. But it's not you. You didn't make the... Didn't make what, what? Yeah, no, I know you didn't make it, but I just mean like what is the... What's the specific job you do in post-production? VFX and stereo management. Oh, yeah. No, this is not on you at all. <laughs> Nobody's like, well, I liked it except for the stereo management technician. Really shat the bet. No, it's not a thing. <laughs> You are clear. You are clear of this. What are they going to do? Are they, are they like reshoots? How much of it? What percent do you think? Uh, I'm not totally sure. Can I ask you, is it the new Star Wars movie? <laughs> no, I just, you guys, she couldn't, you couldn't say if it was. It is. No. Oh man, the main actor, so the, the star of the movie is not available. Because he's doing another movie. So they're like, we got a real pile of crap on our hands. But luckily, we got a reshoot budget for all the background people. That seems like a really difficult thing. Wow. Do you know the director slash like, producer? Like, do you know these people? Are they nice? Do they, is it sad? No, they're nice. They're no, I just mean like, is it, is it, are they going to have to move home? What's going to happen here? <laughs> No. Think okay. You think they'll both be okay? A lot of, a lot of Apple watches and stuff like that. <laughs> well, you know, if someone has an Apple watch, they're not gonna have to move back to their parents. <laughs> At the very least, you could sell that. That's like worth twenty dollars. I don't know how much Apple watches are. That guy does. <laughs> you guys, are you ready for more show? Are you ready for more show? Yeah.
you better be. I love this next comic. She is a friend of mine from Chicago. We've known each other for ages, and I just respect her so much. One of my faves. Let's hear it right now for Candy Lawrence. Get up for Candy. did that for 45 minutes. <laughs> Remember Dr. Evil? Hello, the millennium. Come on, people. Early 2000s. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Who am I? Everyone's looking at me like, who is this girl? <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is this? Murphy Brown on the weekends? Yeah, <laughs> cut my bangs again. Look like a show pony. <laughs> I hope you guys are all high on marijuana because this is going to make more sense if you are high. Okay? I can tell you are. You're looking at me like, who's that guy on stage? Is that Sinbad? I'm not sure what that was for, but that's okay. Anyway. Um, I feel like if John Mayer were to write a song about me, it would be called your body is a wasteland. I, here's the thing. I like to smoke and ride my bike. The last time I drank, I flipped over my handlebars because I was too busy crying and listening to Beyonce's Halo. You know what I'm saying? She does. I drank so much, I would probably continue to drink throughout my pregnancy and while I was breastfeeding so that my child would be addicted to white Russians. That's why I stopped. <laughs> what? Okay, good. Um, you know, this is, this is old stuff, but you know what? I think it's called for. I am a fucking lesbian! <laughs> Yeah. I came out of the closet like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm 54 now. So, um, no, I was born 47. Um, I came out of the closet a couple years ago. I was probably like 26. I'm 35 now. Um, I hate that term in the closet. I prefer lesbian in the cupboard. <laughs> I did. I came out of that cupboard, and my mom had a hard time with it. So she talked to my grandmother about it. My grandmother's Phyllis Diller. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. But my grandmother looks at my mother in the eyes, and she says, now get this. She just says these words. Who gives a shit? So everything's fine now, so that's good. <laughs> Cleared it right up. <laughs> anyway, when I was in the closet, in the cupboard, if you will, I had a hard time. I felt like I had to act straight. So this is an impression of me acting straight, although I'm not at all. I mean, I just love honks. <laughs> I do. I love fireman hunks. 
I love cowboy hunks. I love World of Warcraft hunks. I was watching Mike and Molly the other day in my high heels. Then I went to Coach to get a bag. Couldn't find anything there, so then I went to Juicy Cooter. It's disgusting. No, it's not. It's really good. <laughs> anyway, um, I am. I, I'm not single, guys. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm not, I'm so glad that I'm not in the dating scene anymore. Um, I met somebody on LinkedIn. <laughs> you can meet him anywhere these days. <laughs> Online. Um, so, I feel like I don't have to make myself look like, you know, sometimes I felt like I had to lie to make myself look better or cooler. And now I don't do that. I'm like, fuck it, I've never seen The Godfather. But I have seen Practical Magic. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Twin Peaks, and yesterday I Shazam 311. <laughs> I think that's rock bottom. I don't know if that's rock bottom or when I celebrated my 20th birthday at the Rainforest Cafe, mm -hmm, where I drank refills upon refills of milk, got so sick in the car on the way to rehearsal where I played Miss Havisham and Great and then shit in my costume. <laughs> oh, that's not rock bottom. I'll tell you what's rock bottom. I've been there plenty of times. It's fun. Um, I was chosen to be one of the top 100 on Last Comic Standing, and after my set, one of the judges, I won't name names, Keenan Ivory Wayans, looks at me, and he goes, What? was that <laughs> I mean I don't even know honestly but what I should have said was do you remember that you wrote and directed white chicks I think that's rock bottom I truly truly do rock bottom after that I was like uh, I took four Advil I was trying to kill myself um, not really I'm bipolar, so my spirit animal is a bipolar bear. So it's, it's a lot like crying and watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, that's what it's like. Um, let's see. Uh, I, uh, I, you know, I got to get out of here soon because I got to go to Claire's and get a belly chain. I don't know what you guys got to do. What are you guys doing? This is I got anyway wanna go clear <laughs> Um I'll just do I'll just do something silly because I've been so serious. <laughs> I'll just um let's see. Uh this is me ordering wine confidently, yet knowing nothing about wine. Uh I will have the 2008 Italian Rosetta Stone. Oh <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is too much fun and I can't get this in here because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> nice and tight. <laughs> but if you like what you saw, please check me out at www.com. 
I've been Candy Lawrence. Thank you guys. So much. <laughs> She's so great. I just made so many boomerangs of candy. I can't wait for you guys to see them. They're going to make me so happy, so follow me on Instagram. You guys, we have two more comics on the show. Are you excited about that? They're both great. This next comic is another uh, friend of the show, and he has a great show called Those Who Can't on True TV. Please give a warm welcome for Andrew Orvidal, you guys. Hey, how about a tremendously enthusiastic round of applause for Rhea and uh, Cameron? I'm, I'm so proud to call them friends and peers. They both rule, so keep supporting the show because it rules every time I come through. Anyway, that's been my time. Thanks, guys. Um, I, uh, I moved to Los Angeles just a little while ago. I love Los Angeles. I love everything about it. There's not even a sarcastic twist to that. I just really like it. I like it. I don't even mind the traffic. Everyone complains about the traffic. I don't even complain about that. And I'm like fortunate enough to work on a TV show and I have to hear my coworkers who work on a TV show complain about traffic. I cannot handle that. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Were you inconvenienced on your way to the dreams come true factory? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I've never heard of music. <laughs> 35 minute drive to make all my dreams come true. <laughs> I don't have a friend I can call on the phone while I drive. Shut up. <laughs> I just can't hear it. It like enrages me. I, uh, when I moved here for the first time in my life, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get my furniture from Ikea or from like a dumpster or an alley that I'm driving by <laughs> that I'm going to stuff into my open trunk. I'm going to go to a real goddamn furniture store and buy some furniture. So I found the furniture show in my neighbor, the first one I saw, because that's how selective I am. I'm like, well, oh, there's furniture in the window. This is where I'll go get furniture. So I go in. First of all, there's no prices on anything. Let me save you a shitload of time in the future. If you ever walk into a furniture store and there's no visible prices on anything, immediately turn around and walk out and save yourself a shitload of time. But I didn't know that. I'm like, well, well, I guess, I don't know. I guess they'll just tell me the prices. So I'm looking for a dresser for my daughter's room. So I'm walking through the place and I find a perfect dresser. It's like a little like blue it's like two, two drawers, wood. It looks perfect. It looks great. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, this looks like the, the ideal thing. I open up the top drawer. Oh, there's the price tag inside. $3,000. No bullshit. Three I, I reacted like there was a coiled snake inside. Like, ah, Jesus. <laughs> and then I did that thing that everyone does in that moment where I pretended to consider it out of the, <laughs> out of the stupidest pride. Like, yeah, yeah, good. I like actually bent over and knocked on the top like yeah, yeah that's wood yeah just making sure thought it might be solid fucking gold three thousand dollars what the fuck and the guy's just watching me just waiting for me to break like why can't in that situation I keep like three thousand dollars get fucked like fuck you but nope like oh yeah that's cool ah uh, but you know the problem with this one it's blue I was hoping for a red one uh, that was also $40. Thank you. And then you have to walk out and shame while the salesperson's like, I knew you shouldn't have been in here, plebe. You, <laughs> I could tell when you walked in, you weren't deserving of a $3,000 dresser. Fucking assholes. 
I uh, recently went and got STD tested because I just got out of a relationship. So I figured it was either go get tested for (laughs) STDs or give my ex a polygraph test. So I went with the STD test. If you never had an STD test, first of all, you're grown up and you should probably get at least one. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) But uh, when you get the HIV test... Uh, it starts with, like, a questionnaire, which the first time I got it was like, wait, is it just, like, an oral test? Like, no wonder HIV is such a problem. Like, Jesus Christ, they just go through your lifestyle. I've never felt more boring and more dull than going through the HIV questionnaire. They're like, uh, have you been in a threesome in the last year? Uh, nope. Did any anal sex in the last year? Mm, no again. Like... Fuck, have you been to a party in the last year? No, but I've heard about some cool ones. I was surprised they took blood. My life was so boring. I was surprised we moved on to the blood portion of the STD test. It was ridiculous. I, um, by, uh, sort of, uh, nervous, timid applause, who here has been to Cafe Gratitude, the restaurant? Have you heard of this place? Have you heard of it? If you've never been there, I only, I don't eat there very often. I eat there because it's, like, really healthy, so, like, if it's like when I'm incredibly hungover. Like when I've been treating my body like a music festival porta potty, I go to Cafe Gratitude. It's so oh, it's so hard to endure. It's like if you've never been, when you go, like when the server brings your water, they're like, oh, before we leave, the question of the day, what's something that makes you tingle inside? <laughs> Think about that and I'll be back with your food. Which makes it the perfect place to bring a first date because right there you have the litmus test. Like they're like, ooh, good question. You're like, well, fuck. Well, at least we can have lunch together. But then if you can both like mutually roll your eyes, you're like, all right, well, maybe this will work out. So I'm like, have a gratitude. I got like a, a turmeric latte. It was late at night. I just wanted a hot drink without caffeine. So I got a turmeric latte. And the server's like, ooh, added benefit with that. If you have any tumors, this starts shrinking them immediately. It's like, ooh, yum, yum. Well, better bring me four or five. I'm working on something pretty serious right now. I, <laughs> I've been in uh, a lot of relationships before. And I've always thought, like, I had a pretty good idea of, like, what love is, like, unconditional love. But I saw something that made me reconsider that. I was at this bagel shop in the morning, standing in this really big line. It's the bagel shop where everyone goes Saturday morning who hooked up Friday night, which is the perfect, like, post-Friday. A bagel is the perfect amount of mealtime for, like, whoa, we fucked on a Friday night? Like, let's go have a 12-minute breakfast together. So... I'm at this, I've been sitting in this bagel shop, and I'm sitting with this couple, it's these two dudes, unimportant in the story, this couple's just two dudes, they're standing there, they got their arms around each other, the one dude starts taking the other dude's hoodie drawstring and like playing it over his face, like da 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 da, like a, and then he starts feeding it to him, he starts feeding it to the guy, the hoodie wearer's own hoodie drawstring starts feeding it to him, and I'm watching all this silently, and I was only thinking, I have never been in love in my life. <laughs> Never! Never! You try to feed me my own hoodie drawstring? Fuck! Not that we're not in a relationship anymore. We're not even getting bagels. I'm leaving immediately. Thank you guys so much. Rhea Butcher, do you want to come on stage right now and just introduce her final act with me? She's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here I am. That was Hello. So, that was 
I mean, I could have just gone that, that way. That was really but hilarious slapstick, though. I Thank liked you. it. I thought it was perfect. Yep, yep, coming through. <laughs> Hot jokes, coming through. <laughs> Somebody boomerang this, please. No, no, no. <laughs> but, Rhea... Hard to do backwards. Here's an amazing... Here's an amazing thing about... <laughs> First of all, she deliberately knows that I hate this when we're on stage together and she's just dancing. There's nothing physical I can do. Comedy. She can't do anything. There's nothing I can do. I could not be more thrown under the bus. There's, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm, I'm dancing fucked. on a boat. There's nothing. There's literally nothing. Just gotta wait till she's done. I can't do anything. Now I'm dancing on a motorcycle. Stop it! Stop dancing on a motorcycle! That doesn't even make any sense. I actually dislike you and we're maybe getting a divorce about this. That was fun. Why was that a motorcycle? Tiny seat. That's how small a motorcycle seat is? very small. These are big boots. Maybe like this. I don't know. You were riding on a thin motorcycle. It's a real thin motorcycle. I'm very out of, out of shape. No, you're right, Rhea. You should definitely keep dancing. This is the right amount of breath. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm done. Uh, damn it. Rhea and I are making a TV show together. We we have a, sh- a show coming out on CISO, which is NBC's new platform. It's coming out in August. In Digital morning. streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And we're editing it right now. And what's amazing about editing Rhea is that she has a Gumby body. <laughs> and I'm, like, kind of very serious in the show. Well, I mean, like, I'm even when I'm being funny, I'm, like, just, mm-hmm. like, really, like, nailing it. <laughs> like this, like, specific. <laughs> Then Rhea is googling her little body all over the place. It's so funny. We were watching. We were watching a very. We were watching like zero a, Cameron bloopers. We were, yeah, there are no bloopers. No bloopers. Because every time, because the guys, I'm a professional. I just come in, I do my job, I go back to my trailer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, but for real, I do. Um, no, but Rhea, there was. There was a shot of you where you just walk across the screen today. And you're a little body walking from a distance with purpose. I remember even when we were shooting it that I was like, try to walk different than that. Again! Like, what, I walk like this? No, you walk like a little curved thing. I'll show you. You Like like a a Cheeto? Yeah, because you're supposed to be walking fast. Mm -hmm. So this is how you walked when you were supposed to be walking fast. I cannot wait to see this. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Like this. That's exactly how it looks. I spent my entire life walking like that until I went to college, and the hallway had a mirror in it, and I went. You look like a part of the evolution of man. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the middle there. Somewhere that's like the sketch in between. <laughs> Just me. Oh, well, guys. We have one final comic tonight. I am so excited. You guys have been such a wonderful crowd. You're going to love them. Let's hear it right now for Adam Newman. Newman, give it up for Adam, Adam. Newman.
cut the music. It's okay. There will. I need a. I need a second of setup. But I'm a professional, and it's not gonna be uncomfortable. Like I know everyone's like, oh great, and there's silence. But like, I got this completely. And I'm not gonna do a funny song. Okay? Like, don't worry. I know. I'm sorry, I see a guy with a guitar and I'm like, don't do a funny song. I don't want to see a funny song. Um, it's going to be a fun bit, but it's not going to be a song. I need one more second. I'll do a I I have an idea for a joke. Um, you, guys know, you guys know that Robert De Niro has six kids and none of them are named Mucho? Did you know that? <laughs> guys like um the did you guys like the show home improvement yes. yeah uh would you like to hear the home improvement theme song yes. all right You want to hear a little slower? Okay.
Did you want to hear it backwards? <laughs> Could do it. Do that? Is that it? Bye bye, pedal. I really thought I knew so much about that show. Because, yeah. like, when you're a little lesbian growing mm-hmm. up in the 90s, Jonathan closest Taylor thing you've Thomas. got. <laughs> yeah. All the sons on home improvement. Does that not make sense to some of you people? <laughs> Do you remember their haircut slash fashion sense? We are currently living out what they started. You think it's Tegan and Sarah? It's fucking not. It's the, My sides are very later years Brad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That was a pretty he was good Brad. so unreasonable. He was, yeah. What a bratty kid. Ponytail flopping all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Were those flannels with the hoodies? But like gender anyway. identity for sure. Absolutely. Them and the Mbop boys. What was their name? Yeah, yeah, Hanson? Yeah, yeah. Good lord. <laughs> People used to tell me all the time that I looked like Taylor, the middle one, when I had like a when I had like a brick of hair that went all around my head. People were like, You look like Taylor Hanson. But what did you get? You used to get a good one too when you were a little kid who people tell you you look like? Like a boy or just a famous no, a person? a person that people tell you look like. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They used to tell me I look like Jodie Foster. And they'd be like, my mom would be like, oh, yeah, it's the haircut because I had this little bob. And then they'd be like, no. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Can't quite put my finger on it because it's 1991. Oh, it's amazing. Pretty it's great. so good. You guys, thank you so much for coming out to the show tonight. One more time for everybody you saw on this here show. Maria Butcher. Cameron Esposito. We are here every week. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hey, this-
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.